Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. If you are ready to be a fly on the wall for some deep and delicious conversation, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds and empowering our black minds to go deeper, touching on topics that most people may not think to think about. And we do this with everyday real people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach and the Founder of the Black Mind Garden Community. I'm here to motivate, empower and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. Today, you know, one of the things that that I want to talk about is, and it's been on my mind, um, it's been on my mind a lot the last week is the principle that of um, that the persons with the most beh- flexibility, the, the person or the systems with the most flexibility controls the system. Now, let me say that again. The persons or the systems with the most flexibility controls the system. And why? Because it gives you more choices and choice is always better than no choice. Now, um, sometimes I think people believe they have no choice, but we always have choice when we recognize the potential for behavioral flexibility. And that's what I want to talk about. When I talk about the, the person with the most flexibility controls the system, we're not talking about external influence. We're talking about internal influence. We're talking about mental flexibility, behavioral flexibility. You know, sometimes people can be rigid, internally rigid, inflexible. And you'll see it because these people will not like change. You know, they'll be resistant to change. Um, Take for instance, like I'll share by myself. You guys were back in the days of MySpace. Those of you all who were (laughs) <laughs> my age, which uh, I call myself mid-career. I will not reveal my age at the moment, but some of you who know me know that I am a middle-aged person. Um, but back in the days of MySpace, so back when social media first came out, there was MySpace. I think that was the first social media. It's MySpace. And let me tell you, I resisted. I resisted getting on MySpace. You know, it's a new thing. You know, but I, I felt like, well, my business at the time was my integrative medicine practice. You know, what, what am I doing on my space? That's for artists. I'm not an artist, even though I am a spoken word artist. People don't know that about me. I write poetry. I have been since I'm age 11. But I thought, but that's for people who want to perform. Eventually, I got on MySpace. MySpace. I built up my um, my following and I was, you know, posting. And then a girlfriend of mine from residency uh, Dr. Joanne Peham says, text me, says, you got to get on Facebook. This is like, obviously, 
a while, a while ago. You gotta get on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I'm not getting on another social media. I don't want to do it, right? But this is where things were happening. And so that was like, that's an example. That resistance is an example of, of behavioral inflexibility. You know, like there was, and this is from even a business standpoint. You know, I wasn't willing at first. It took me a very long time to even bring myself onto Facebook. Um, it took me a very long time to start doing videos, you know, and now here I am doing live stream, which is if you, if those of you who know me, if you had known me, you know, just one to two years ago, know that this is a huge uh, uh, display of, of flexibility. Now, why am I talking about this? Why am I talking about behavioral flexibility? Because in business, in life, and even what we're dealing with now, the system or person with the most behavioral flexibility wins. It controls the system. So you've heard of those people who lose everything and build it back up again, right? You, they lose everything, but that they, they build it back up again. That is because they have a level of mental flexibility and behavioral flexibility. They're willing to think outside the box. They're willing to think differently. And this is a level of resilience. And the whole definition of resilience is the ability to, to bounce back from. And we think about what's going on now, how resilient we are as a people, and how, is, how, is, how we have had to bounce back many times from the various levels of oppression and racial bias and racism and all of those things. We're very resilient. And I think the thing that creates the most change, the most transformation is how, how flexible are we willing to be in our behavior? How flexible are we willing to be in our language, in our communication? And we'll talk about that in a different live, but how flexible are you willing to be in any situation such that you can, uh, you can actually control the circumstance that's happening to you. Now, there are a lot of ways in which the system is set up to not allow control of certain people. That's why we are where we are today. And some of that is, and I just recorded a podcast on this, um, some of that has to do with the, the unconscious conversation that we've been, that has been called into our, the very fabric of our minds, right? The very fabric of our minds. Um, and, and so what happens is we begin to believe in our own behavior or mental inflexibility. We believe that we can't change, or we believe that we don't have that kind of control, that kind of power, when, when in fact, we have a lot more control and power than we think, as demonstrated by a lot of what's going on now with the protest and the the, the things that are starting to change, the calling for the police defunding the, um, the the statues being taken down, all of these things that are happening, it's because of that. Okay, this thing, this being one way did not work, and now we have to employ this sort of behavioral flexibility and move in a different way. And we need to continue to remember that. And this is like. I'm talking globally, but I, you can apply this also at, to your own life, right? When you talk about career, we talk about businesses, you know, the, the businesses that succeed are the businesses that have the most mental and behavioral flexibility, right? 
Uh, I'm on my third career, um, I would say. You know, second career, but like transitioning, making a transition into the third iteration of what I already do. But that is because I have enough flexibility of mind to see that for the amount of gifts that I have, it, you know, I can be serving in this particular way. So as we look at us, as you look at yourself in your career, in your job, in your family, in your business, and you think about um, what's coming, what's up on us, you think about what's going on in the nation, you think about the changes since the pandemic, you know, especially docs who have had to, in less than, you know, a couple of weeks, implement, go from seeing patients in office to telemedicine, corporations who have had to all of a sudden implement work from home schedules. This is called behavioral flexibility. When we start to look at a more global scale, culturally speaking, at how does behavioral flexibility help us to be more in control of the narrative rather than be controlled by the narrative, then that's where we'll, we'll actually we'll wield, wield our power as a, um, as a culture, as a system and begin to start to dismantle this, um, un, this underlying insidious conversation uh, that has been woven into the fabric of our nation, of our culture, of uh, individuals. You see what I'm saying? So, hey, Tanya, <laughs> I see you. And so that is what I mean by the system or the person because again, this applies at the individual level as well as it applies to the, 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 the cultural, the, the bigger level. And I always talk big picture, but I always like to chunk it down to the individual level. So you can, in your personal life, see where this applies. Where does this apply in your relationship? You know, where is it that you um, are running into brick walls in your conversations, in your relationships? Where in your in your jobs or in your communication with your boss or your colleagues, are you running into brick walls? Where in with your children are you running into big wall, brick walls in your communication, right? There's a, and I'll, I'll talk about this, I think in a future live, there are no um, inflexible, there, there are no, um, oh, what is it? I'm forgetting, I'm gonna have to look it up. There are no bad, um, they're only inflexible communicators. That's that's what it is. And, and there's a, the full one I'll talk about later. I just kind of blocked it out right now because I'm in it with you all about this, this behavior flexibility. So look into your life. Look into your life. Look into your job. Even look at us culturally. Look at how we can um, begin to see where we can be more flexible in our behavior. We can do something. I mean, stepping outside the box. I mean, thinking about something new, thinking about a conversation that's never been had before, thinking about an action that's never been done before, right? That's what constitutes behavior flexibility. Oh, it doesn't work this way. Let's do it this way. For example, oh, you know, demonst the demonstration of the protest has worked, but also how do we, it, we've done that in the past and it has made a difference in the past. What other way can we speak in which we will be heard. What other way can we speak in which we'll be heard? And that's economic speak, right? Some, some 
organizations, big organizations only understand economic speak, right? So there's that. Uh, so how are the ways that you can be behaviorally flexible and be willing to be uncomfortable? Because guess what? Shifting behavior is not always comfortable, y'all. Changing your behavior is not always comfortable. And, you know, you have to be willing to step into the uncomfortable or the discomfort discomfort and remain in that discomfort for as long as it takes the change to be made. Okay. Um, you have to be willing to exist inside the discomfort, you know, and I, you know, I speak about myself all the time as an entrepreneur. That's where I live. Any entrepreneurs in the house comment, we know that you're listening. Entrepreneurs understand that your life, successful entrepreneurs understand that in your life, you exist inside of discomfort all of the time. That's where you're more successful. So then how are we gonna be successful in this endeavor is to put ourselves at source and that could be uncomfortable, right? We're, as we're doing now and remain there and stand and, as, and collectively, right? If you wanna get uncomfortable, have uncomfortable conversations, have the uncomfortable conversations right? Speak when it, when your stomach feels like it's a knot, um, you know, call out when things need to be called out, start, you know, go and start the conversations that you ordinarily wouldn't start. These are not conversations I normally have, by the way, right? So all, even in this conversation, it's outside the comfort zone, go unscripted. I'm an extremely scripted person. Those of you who know me know this about me. I'm an extremely scripted person. Go unscripted. Because at the end of the day, and this, this goes for, I'm going to say it again, this goes for the global, but it also goes for your life, your personal life. And you know, it's so interesting. Sometimes people, sometimes we will put our attention on what's happening out there, right? To avoid looking at what's going on in here. People will they will put their attention, keep their attention on what's going on out there to avoid what's going on in here. And the ultimate change happens here at the unconscious level. The ultimate transformation, the, the getting back to who you are, to who you know you are, to being reminded of who you are, the uh, breakthroughs in performance, the uh, understanding where your trauma comes from, the understanding where um, you know, your negative self-talk comes from. The understanding where the fear and the anger and the sadness and the hurt really comes from, right? General, generation, personally and generationally speaking, understanding that. And it, I find it very interesting that when it comes to being uncomfortable, that people would rather remain in comfort and blind, then be uncomfortable and, and, and create shifts inside of ourselves that collectively will give us power to be behaviorally flexible as a community. And if that makes sense, type in a, type in a comments that makes sense. If it makes sense, type in the comments that it makes sense. So I, I wanted to bring this today because I think it's important for us to recognize, you know, where we are doing amazing things um, from a flexibility, a behavior flexibility standpoint, and where we still have a, a ways to go, where we still 
have the marathon ahead and where we must be willing to step into the discomfort and remain there, remain there for long lasting change to happen. And um, we must be willing to do it not only out there for, for the collective, but we need to be doing, be, be able to do it within ourselves. So um, if you are, you know, wanting to know more, wanting to hear more about these kinds of conversations and, and how to be powerful in communication, how to really begin to um, do that kind of work, actually just start a Facebook group. And uh, I'll post it in the comments. And it's a, it's a community where we're gonna be talking a lot more, delving a lot more into the mastery of language, the mastery of the unconscious mind, the mastery of behavior, the mastery, the, like the, the really being at the source of our lives, the really being the, the, um, the, the, true, um, the true source, the taking the reins of ourselves and of our lives. And then how we, as a collective, once we have taken the reins of our lives, once we have, once if we have mastered that internal dialogue, that internal communication, how can we then collectively begin to um, speak that powerful language and then create these this this change, this long-lasting transformation that's going to happen on a national and global level? If you want to. Um, join that conversation. If you think you want to learn more about these unconscious conversations, number one, you can just, um, I'm going to put the link in the comments, click on the community, the link for the Facebook community. And uh, you can also, if you want to learn more, go to drmaisha.com and register for Remapping Your Mind um, for Manifestation and Success. And you can register right from the homepage. And what that will do is that we'll begin to give you that deeper understanding of all the things that I'm talking about. Uh, because at the end of the day, when I talk about the unconscious mind, when I talk about things like neuro-linguistic programming, when I talk about hypnosis, when I talk about all of these unconscious mind things, I'm talking about the mastery of language. I'm talking about the mastery of communication because where we exist is inside of communication. Bottom line, where we exist is inside of communication and mastering that communication, mastering that language, um, both internally, so that we can master the external, the external expression of it. And by the way, you all know that um, words constitute only 7% of our communication, right? Words only constitute 7% of the communication. I think I talked about that earlier in the week. The other 93% is nonverbal. So we want to master our inner thought process. We want to master our inner, our, the, the, the values. We want to get in touch with all that stuff so we can master language internally and master our listening process and then be able to master the expression of that communication because then that's, that gives us that behavior, that, that mental flexibility and the behavior flexibility to be able to change bigger systems. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm committed to and because personal development is the only way we grow. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great day. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us. 
and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.